right, everyone. Welcome back once again to the 10th episode of Diggy A2. Man, this is crazy. Like, I cannot believe we've gotten this far in the season. Shout out to all of our supporters, followers, commenting, showing love, text messages, Facebook messages, whatever the style or way that the message is delivered. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate it, man. We're having so much fun talking about hip hop, man. And this is going to be a a special episode because this is one where I got a really, really good special guest that I want to introduce everybody to the world to real quick. Um, so I've known this man my entire life, and this man has been with me ride or die since the beginning of time. And this is my best friend, my dog, my road dog. So I want to introduce you all to the world. I have the distinct honor and privilege of introducing my brother, Matt Dalby, on to the Diggy A2 show for this week, man. So, brother, what is good, my dude? Man, hey, hey, it's an honor, bro. It's an honor. Um, everything's good, man. Like I said, uh, I, I'm, man, I'm so, like, ecstatic, happy. I don't even know the words. And, you know, I ain't down with these Walt Disney tender moments. But, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> hey, hey, we never been like that. But, but, no, man, just, like, just from growing up, man, I knew this is something you always wanted to do. And I'm just happy now that you, like, you put yourself on the grind and you're doing it, man. So, hey, like, that's a loot to you, dog, man. I'm proud of you, man. Much love, man. I appreciate it, dude. But, yeah, this is a special episode, you guys. So, you got the, the Brothers Dalby on here. This is the, the, the Dalby Connection doing an episode. Uh, and, matter of fact, we're showcasing on this episode Houdini. And we both grew up on Houdini. So, I'm so excited to talk about Houdini, uh, their importance to hip-hop, uh, what their contributions are to hip-hop. Lots of cool little nicks and and things that people may not know about Houdini, the group themselves. But uh, so I'm going to roll the tape here with some short accolades. And, uh, you know, Houdini is, you know, one of the, 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 the godfathers in a sense of merging hip hop and R&B. They were really, really good about it. Um, they were uh, masters at using sound and ability with storytelling and music. And one of the things or one of their greatest achievements rather was um, they have the very first hip hop directed video called Mr. Magic. So if you all have seen that video, Mr. Magic, right? So man, it's kind of bugged out, man. The girl falls on the floor in front of the escalator and it's, yeah, it's, it's cheesy as hell, man. But it's a cool little video, you know what I mean? To introduce hip hop. And, you know, one of the biggest things that they were honored with uh, was around, I think it was 2007 or eight, they were honored at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors Awards for Lifetime Achievement. So they do have that um, as an honor. And the group itself was three dudes from Brooklyn, New York, rapper John Lil, Ecstasy, and Grandmaster D. Ooh wee. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> them dudes was Houdini. And uh, so uh, shout out to you, Matt, for being on this week, man. We're about to have a lot of fun. So real quick, man, before we start, yeah, uh, man. what's your favorite Houdini song, man? What's your all-time favorite? Man. Houdini like, song. Uh, oh man, that's tough, man. Cause I'm a huge Houdini fan, so that's tough. Um, but I, I love, I love One Love. But if I have to say my all-time favorite, it's gotta be Funky Beat. Funky Beat. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Th that's the one. You know, and you know how it was, man. Riding, riding pops. You know. <laughs> The great, the great, the great mobile, the you know, Cutlass <laughs> Supreme '85 Oldsmobile man. So I remember him playing. I just remember him, he used to take us to school every day. So I yeah, him yeah, he did, that. no doubt. 
And I just remember like the last part. That's all I remember is like, ooh wee, ooh wee, man. I was, and I was like, man, what is this, man? And that's man, that's when I just fell in love with Houdini and hip hop. And he was like, like born and raised in the streets of Brooklyn, this three of yeah, us, man. We're all good, good looking. looking. Yeah, yeah man. Like, like, I was like, man, because you know I had you know Reggie, Reggie and Redman, man. It was three of us, man. Hey, hey. yeah, so, yeah. Man, so Funky Beat by far is my favorite. Ooh, that's what's up, man. That's what's far. up. No doubt, man. No doubt. And then for the for the fans that are watching uh watching us this week, they had four albums in the 80s, uh self-titled Houdini, Escape, mm -hmm. Back in Black, Open Sesame. But Escape was their biggest album. Their only platinum album was Escape. Yeah. Uh lots of good songs off of that album. Actually, their their body of work in the 80s is pretty solid is. uh compared to some of the other artists that I featured so far. Uh but four solid albums, lots of good sales. And then, you know, as you transition into the 90s, you know, just like some of the other hip hop heads. Uh, that we've seen so far this season kind of fell off because the 90s was a huge shift uh, in yeah. sound. But their impact is solidified. That's why they're on season one. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into this discussion, Matt. And one of the right. first things that I thought about uh, this week, uh, building up to Houdini, uh, was Houdini was, as I mentioned earlier, really good about um, – merging hip-hop and r&b so what is your take on that like what is your understanding of hip-hop and r&b when it comes to houdini where you know like what are some of the things that uh they, they bridge those two genres of music because not a lot of people right. are really doing that you know in the 80s so my my interpretation was and you know like i like i always tell you you like you're the you're the historian of the family <laughs> so I, i'm just a fan so so for me how they merge it because you know, I'm a huge R&B fan. Like R&B is my number one genre. So Houdini, to me, they combine. It, it was just more their sound. Their sound made you want to get out, even say the lyrics of the rap, but also dance to the beat. Yeah. So they were the first one because, in my mind, like LL Cool J had some great songs, but they weren't like, "Hey, I'm gonna get up and dance to this." Yeah. It's more like, "Let me just sit in my car and rock this out." Yeah, Houdini made you want to get out and and dance like like you have Funky Beat or the Freeze Come Out at Night. I mean, like I told you earlier, I remember dancing that in the clubs and in my twenties. So and that came out in the eighties. So yeah, yeah, that's how like that's how long lasting and and still still relevant their music. They're like that's not even their music. Their sound is because yeah. you can. They they were to me they were the party music. They they were yeah. like R and B party with just like with some lyrics. Yeah, and speaking of the party, like I don't know if you remember uh, when they went on tour, man. <laughs> yo, mm. yo, some yeah. of their tours. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. So y'all go look that up, man. I, I can't get into some of the things that they talked about on tour, but yeah, oh, I mean, no, crazy, no, crazy no, stuff no, that they no. were doing on tour. Uh, we're not gonna get into that, you know. Shout out to Houdini. So we're not gonna talk about what they did on tour, but yeah. they were wilding out pretty much, you know, on tour, man. It was, they're having a good time, but I think as they evolved um, over time, they started to. Uh, make their sound a little more, more cleaner. They made a lot of their albums overseas, so they were away yeah. from distractions and things like that from some of the things that I was looking up. Uh, but they signed by that London-based Jive? Jive, they're signed by Jive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jive yeah. Records, so they weren't... But Russell Simmons was uh, their manager, so I, right, he kind of right, like managed right. you know, uh, their career in the beginning. But, uh, but one of the things that I, I liked about uh, their music was... You know they were creative, and you know you have ecstasy. You know the dude with the with the hat and the and the and the leather. And my, like, hey, <laughs> you no shirt, no shirt, shirt on. Shirt, like, yeah, on no shirt. shirt on. <laughs> 
No shirt or bird chest, man. Just let the birds fly out, man. Come on, man. Like, come on, bro. Can you put a shirt on? Like, come on, man. There's dudes out here, man. Like, what are you doing, man? But, yo, but they, they, they had that style, man, and Grandmaster... Grandmaster G, you know, cutting and scratching and mixing and, and making the uh, the beats. I mean, I, I love their music. Their music is solidified. They have their spot in hip-hop history, in my opinion. Uh, so they're not going to get bumped off. But, you know, one of the things I want to talk to you about was, you know, in the in the early ages of hip-hop, when they started making music videos, right? So I yeah. went back. Um, and if you remember, remember that song, it's all in the park. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's all about... The, the messaging in that song uh, kind of underwritten was, you know, about making right decisions for teenagers. Uh, don't mm -hmm. do drugs. Um, mm -hmm. They had some really uplifting things uh, to talk about. So the one's all about, you know, as you mentioned, partying, but they had some other oh, they had messages. They yeah, had they have messages um, in their lyrics um, as well, too. So matter of fact, in the video, if you all go back and watch the video, uh, they got Lawrence Fishburne in the video, right? And Lawrence yeah, Fishburne yeah, is yeah. a drug dealer, man. Like, come on, hey, Like, really, you couldn't get, you couldn't get over the road, dog. Like, that's, hey, that's, hey, that was his D-cover, man. That was his practice for D-cover. <laughs> that's all it was. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> in the video. Cole from Martin's in the video. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Like, come on, man. Like, for real, this 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 will be doing now. But I, I like the way that they were. And matter of fact, in one of the other videos, I don't know if it's Freeze. I think it's Freeze Come Out at Night. Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner was in one of their videos dancing and stuff, too. I don't know if it's uh, Freeze Come Out at Night, no, but it's one of their videos that he's dancing in the beginning of the video, too. So uh, that might they, have been Funky Beat. That might have been Funky Beat. It might have been Funky Beat. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right, actually. Yeah, it might have been Funky Beat. But was in Freeze Come Out at Night, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and yeah. I, I like the way that as they started to become you know, more famous, they started to go back and, you know, it's kind of kind of like a time capsule of the 80s. Everyone that was kind of blown up and Lawrence Fishburne, you know, an excellent actor, you know, getting his first kind of yeah. few roles in, in yeah. music videos. And uh, the guy that played, I want to say, Janarco Garciano, I think is what his name is. Uh, but basically, Big Brother Almighty. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was the one in the videos too. He's That's in the right. video too, yeah. man. You know, yeah, he in the video too. So it was just cool to kind of kind of check that out and relive all those times, man. You know, man, going back and, and listening to, to good music. Houdini is, is is you know always been about so, good music, always been about the music, the musicianship, the lyrics. Um, and we're always talking about kind of like the social issues, but transforming into the the 80s the last uh album they had was open sesame which came out yeah. around 87 and then i, I want to get your opinion about this matt because when they transitioned into the from the the 90s i mean into the 90s right so they kind of lost a little bit of momentum so with the shift in the sound i know we're kind of getting ahead and is going into season two yeah, yeah, uh yeah. but what do you think your opinion is when when they shifted so when hip-hop shifts you know hip-hop can shift in two years we talk about that a lot uh but yeah. you know, they they weren't as famous in 87 as a lot of the other major acts that came out in the golden era so where do you think that they were when you think they were ahead of their time because new jack swing uh they are you know considered like i mentioned the godfathers of new jack swing people weren't really ready for new jack swing you know with their combination of r&b and hip-hop but um, so do you think they kind of lost their way or just the, the marketing or the sound or where do they, where do they lose their I, way? I, I think it's a combination of both um, because in the early 80s, to me, Houdini was like the hidden gem in hip hop. Yeah. Like, like, you know, most they don't get they don't get enough credit, as, you know, and I could be biased. I'm a huge fan, but they don't get enough credit as they deserve. Now, when you start pushing it more into the later 80s, of course, you know, as like all the hip hop artists in the 80s probably was besides LL Cool J, 
nobody made nobody everybody tried to stick to the formula that right. helped them in the early success right but the music was changing the times were changing um you know in the late 80s you, you know they were still prevalent in the in the 70s and 80s in the early right. 80s but you start getting a little bit more media coverage about gangs and right. so that that trying to change the 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 perspective of everybody's lyrics right and you start getting a little bit more into that early stages of that gangster rap and come on who didn't with no gangster rappers yeah so, yeah like, yeah so that that and then that uplifting message that they had in their songs too um like because you know like we talked about earlier they had that you know one love is a great hip-hop part of one of the greatest hip-hop love songs ever True. nobody nobody talking about that when you see in the media you talking about you know cats out here passing away and stuff so right right i i don't i think it was a combination of just the time changing and them not adjusting to the time and yeah. and plus like let's like, let's be real hip-hop hip-hop fans and hip-hop historians we can be harsh so yeah if, if and what i mean by we can be harsh is you see Houdini, man. You like you just said, man. Dude, he had his chest all out. You ain't gonna take, you ain't gonna take these cats hard, man. The music changing, like, man, yeah. gonna listen to Houdini. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to you know, N.W.A. Like, I'm gonna listen to Houdini for like, you know, right, so right. I think it was a combination of both that, that just hit them at hit them at the wrong time, and they could never picked up into that that really New Jack Swing music. Even though the yeah. New Jack Swing hip hop music really didn't happen in the '90s that well either. Right, it, it was more. Right. Cause New Jack Swing music really trans—it's like they transitioned the New Jack Swing hip hop music into New Jack Swing R&B music, right? Because it right. was like BBD and New Edition coming right. into that music. So I, I think it was just a—it was just a matter of time, really. It just happens. Yeah, yeah, and and I agree. And you know, when we when we're talking about New Jack Swing, um, it was like a it was like a movement. Like mm -hmm. I, I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we're getting set, you know, hopefully down the road. But yeah, um, yeah. since we consider them the Godfathers of New Jack Swing, combining R&B and and hip hop. Like like you mentioned, One Love is probably probably one of, if not the greatest hip hop love yeah, songs. Because without One Love, you don't have LLs. I, I need love. Like you know, there's it was it was they made it cool to talk about real things, real issues in relationships that you know what I mean that you know right. that they were going through and they wanted to express that. You know what I mean? I I, I thought it was very well articulated. It, it resonates even in 2020. You can still play that song. And you can still like, damn man, like. I want to thank you, girl, for teaching me love. But yeah, all in all, I had a ball. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's, it's yeah, like yeah. it's 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 just like those things that those lessons that they taught. Uh, I think is the reason why like we're still talking about them in 2020 and they're still relevant. Um, and man. I'm a huge fan. You know what I mean? So even the lyrics were great, but that beat, man, you can't. Yeah. That that's a that's like, and that's what I mean. Like they had such a an early influence in that new Jack Swing sound. Yeah. And and reason and you know and, oh, sorry and go back to the other point with the the times change because they were hip hop artists doing rapping on New Jack Swing right and when we made the time change we had R and B artists rapping on so right. they they so it, it, they made that they made it cool for an R and B artist to rap because come on man like you know Bobby Brown or Ralph Ralph <laughs> used to rap on there like they ain't no damn rappers man but <laughs> but it, but it, but it was cool because of the sound and it right. sounded like you know so they made it cool that way so but but you know one love man it's like the the beat was tight the lyrics were like those are good they were, if people need to go back and listen and like really read the lyrics to one no doubt. love and, no and doubt. it is cuz they what cuz like the first one uh, the word love and light are both of letters, but are two different meanings all, all together. together. Like, yeah. like, hey, 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 I've been there. I've been there. I've yeah, been there. no, but that, that's deep. And, <laughs> and, and, 
And you know, when when he sets the stage, you're like, oh, whoa, like this, that's oh, oh, you're like, whoa, like I mean, yeah, like yeah. I, that's kind of like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, that's a really deep meaning. And you know, the, 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 and, and the video was adult, good too. Yeah. The video was shot very smart too. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. yeah, the video was shot very smart. It goes along with the story. Um, so I, I think that they were just. They they had their 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 place and the music they made resonates and for you know like I mentioned one of my favorites is Five Minutes of Funk because I like oh, Five yeah. Minutes of Funk because yeah. Yeah. you know a lot of a lot of folks um kind of took and I won't say took it or bit it but you know they sampled they a little sampled. bit of what yeah they sampled right yeah. so yeah. Uh, me and uh, matter of fact shout out to Dad if you're listening or watching we love you Dad because you introduced Pop. us to this man one love Dad <laughs> uh, but you know when I listening to um, Five Minutes of Funk I mean he's like you know. To the uh, bottom, to the top, top to the bottom, bottom. yo, get it real, then while I still got him. And that reminds me of Tracy Lee and the many faces of Tracy oh, Lee, yeah. right? He so Tracy that. Lee, yep. you know, yeah. later on uh, in hip hop, he he sampled that uh, that that little chord, that little chord beat. But it, yeah. it all resonates and pays homage back to to Houdini. And, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, I, I know we right. keep harping on it and harping on it, but they are they gotta they, be one of the most sampled arm. I mean, sample hip hop groups. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I think I want to say "One Love" is one of the most sampled hip hop songs. It's gotta I mean, be. Cause... Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, so many songs have come from that. Uh, you know, that one song itself. But to close things out, Matt, I just want to think of, uh, how Houdini is, how Houdini would have, uh, not really, fitted into today's hip hop, but. Do you think their music could have translated into today's hip hop? And I and, and and what I mean by that is, you know, now it's we got the Drakes and yeah. we have yeah. the uh, the guys talking about you know life and love, but none of that would have existed if it wasn't for Houdini. So I want to get your final thoughts on this before we start closing things out. Is you know what are your final thoughts on Houdini and their impact in hip hop? And now and on top of that, the second part of it will be you know how do you think that they're um, DNA strands, in a sense, you know what I mean, is is, is in today's okay. music. So, uh, to me, their hip hop and their impact on hip hop is basically they introduce fun, and it's okay to dance to rap songs. Yeah, like they. And I'm saying I'm not saying they're the first ones because you know African Bada, you can go, you know, I'm the pops talking about clubs they had playing hip hop songs, people dancing to, but who did right. made it? They made it okay. And they had the videos, so they, they made it okay. And you saw that, you know, they had because Funky Beat was a uh, that video actually was a concert. Concert, yeah, fact, so, fact. So fact. you know, so they, they made they made it cool. So their their impact is it's almost like you go from Houdini and you go to Hammer to make right. it fun to dance on the hip hop. So yeah, so and and then their sound like I can't I can't stress that enough. Their sound is. Their sound what made the '90s R&B sound to me. Yeah, because of yeah. that New Jack Swing movement. So, I think their I think their hip their their impact in hip hop in the '80s is 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 got to be solidified because they they made it to me. They brought in the brand because yeah. like I can talk to you know a, a lot of my friends who are not hip hop fans, right? But they know Freeze come out at night, right? You know, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. they reheard in the club, so yeah, yeah. Or, or they they know the beat from One Love. It may not they may not been the song, but like, hey man, that that's that got sampled from Houdini. So right. their their impact right. is solidified. Now it's it's interesting you say how it transcends transition into today's music. I actually think they would have been bigger today than they were in the '80s because of their okay. sound. Okay, okay, okay. Because now, to me, 
and this is my personal opinion. Right, yeah, lyrics, yeah. Lyrics aren't the same anymore. Houdini had good lyrics, but they weren't great. Like, let's let's be real. They weren't great. They right. They're make you sit there and like, oh, like, oh. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I need to rewind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't going to let you do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so now you can get away with that. Yeah. Because they have the beat. People still love a song to dance to. They had some lyrics that you can repeat that you remember, and it's like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. They said that. Yeah. So today, I I really think they would have been bigger than they were in the '80s because yeah. they were about fun and it was about yeah. fun music, and they had better beats too. So yeah, yeah, and and to go right into your point, Matt, uh, the third half of the season one is all about fun like if you look at some of the artists that we're gonna do we're gonna do uh you know two live crew next week we're gonna do salt and pepper we're gonna do kid and play those cats were all about having fun and so was houdini too you know what i mean so houdini influenced them to say hey you know i can do that that that's fun i can do that exactly exactly and and that's where i think that uh, once the you know, like I mentioned, hip hop shifted into the '90s, and then it was about gangster rap, and you know, was stuff mm-hmm. was a cool no more. You know, mm-hmm. we get all that, but it was fun in the '80s. It was funky, but we gotta start wrapping things up, man. So, oh, my, yeah. man, it's it's been a blast, my dude. Thank you for spending your time. Uh, you know, to all the fans out there that are watching this on Tuesday, hope you all had a great, ha- a happy Fourth of July to all of you. But yes, yes. it's time for some shout outs, man. So, who are you shouting out this week, my brother? All right, first shout out is to my to my big brother. Even though everybody don't think this is my big brother, this is my big brother. Like, you know, like I, I've been this cat known me all my life, been there for me all my life. There's nothing I can say. Get another Walt ten, Walt Disney ten moment, but there's nothing I can't say. Like when I tell everybody, I try to strive to be like Rob. I'm, I don't joke about that. I try to strive to be like my big brother. So, oh man, shout out to Thank you, man. Uh, Special shout outs to Uncle Ed. His birthday is tomorrow. Uh, so if you watch this, Uncle Ed, hey, happy birthday, happy man. Happy birthday, Uncle Ed, no doubt. Uh, shout out to my, my Izzy girl, Izzy Slim Dalby. I, lo- I love you to death. Uh, my boy, Isaiah Rodrigo, Zeke Dalby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name Rodrigo. Rodrigo, man, Rodrigo. Uh, uh, and then you know, my beautiful, ever-supporting wife, Joelle. Hey, keep doing like the you know juvenile song, bat that ass up, you know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a kid's it's a family show man it's a family yeah, yeah, show my bad, man. my bad my bad my bad my bad yeah yeah scratch that scratch that uh but no man and it's, you know hey and special shout out to a heavenly shout out to two heavenly shout outs to phil it was phil's kabibis no doubt stay on the june 30th hey man shout out to you i love one love phil. partner no doubt and shout out to heavenly shout out to my my wife's father bruce Bruce Baptist, his birthday is actually on the 4th. So, hey, shout out to you too, sir. Shout out to Bruce, man. Bruce was an awesome guy. Thank you for, yeah, he was an awesome guy, man. But my shout outs are super simple, to the point short. Um, I have one particular shout out. So I have a shout out for Sadie Dittman. Sadie, if you are watching or your mom is watching, shout out to you. She has, um, here in the city of Leavenworth, uh, Kansas, she is an incoming senior check this out matt she's an incoming senior mm-hmm. and she is in the community getting everybody involved she had an event on june 20th uh called power in the communities this is her t-shirt right here so here's her t-shirt she made t-shirts and everything so hey look straight up and sadie came to the house um this week and i want to shout out to you sadie because 
I get inspired by young people getting out there, grinding, doing it, getting out there, getting the message out there. Uh, you know what I mean? And this is an incoming senior, which means she's only 17 years old out there wow. in the community, putting everybody together, putting on this great event that happened on the 20th. We couldn't go for whatever reason, but we did fund, we did send some money to support because we couldn't be there in person. But shout out to you, Sadie. You are a young general, Ma, and I want to push you forward and I want to shout, shout you out, out. this week. Out. Um, and then Matt, hold your glass up, man. We're going to shout out, give one drink to Aramis one time, my boy up yes, in sir. heaven that's watching us, pushing yes, us forward, man. And and that's all we got for the week, man. So next week, two live crew. We're gonna talk about Luke Skywalker and the crazy <laughs> stuff that he did, but also the impact that he did yeah. um as well, too. Censorship. So once again, shout out to you, Matt. Shout out to everybody, all the followers and fans, and shout out to hip hop. All right, y'all take it easy. One love. <laughs>